0: Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3, we are committed to sharing life with you as we journey on together. We believe in self-improvement, growth, and impacting the lives of others. Our four pillars are deeply rooted in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Spreading love, positivity, and the good news, while growing to become the best version of ourselves, is what we strive for. We believe in obtaining greatness and desire to empower people as we work to share this platform to inspire those we encounter. Be sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Welcome to the EF3 Life to the Fullest podcast. Today I wanted to discuss a really important term and a thing to live by, and that is discipline. It's a word that we hear quite often, but unfortunately a lot of people decide to throw it by the wayside, and they don't utilize it. They don't harness it, and they don't live by it. If you can do one thing in your life that will totally radically change the name of the game, it is to live with discipline. It's that word that often makes people cringe and something that they don't want to think about it's about doing what you don't necessarily want to do to get to where you want to be and what i've learned throughout my life being a college athlete a teacher for eight years and now being in the business profession as well as continuing to strive for greatness in all aspects of life whether that be through education faith fitness or finance Discipline is a key component that we have to utilize. It's something that could be put into our repertoire, our tool belt, and used to be able to go places that we truly desire. So many people want many things in this life. They want to be able to succeed, but success only comes when you have the discipline to do whatever it takes. And that really what it boils down to being able to do whatever it takes. So the first half of the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about discipline, discuss some ways that we can harness it and utilize it, as well as implement a game plan. And then in the second half, I want to discuss how discipline can help you to continue to succeed in life, but specifically with your finances, because I know there's a lot of younger people out there who are listening to this podcast right now that are thinking to themselves, how can I continue to improve my situation to better my life and the life of others for the time being, and for things that are going to come later on down the road. And I certainly thinking about life in general, understand that discipline is that key component, that characteristic that we could all take more ownership on and be a leader, so to speak, when it comes to telling ourselves what we can and will do to get to where we desire, where we want to go. The great Lou Holtz, head football coach of Notre Dame, And then later on, a bunch of other accolades that he's racked up being a college football analyst and somebody that's highly revered in the sports arena once said, without self-discipline, success is impossible, period. When I think about discipline, I think about people who have their eyes forward, focused, and they have that tunnel vision. They have a drive, they have desire. I think of great athletes like the late Kobe Bryant. I think of people like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, those who are winners through and through Derek Jeter in baseball, and so many others that have gone before us and have set a path. Now, whether you like them or not, one thing is that they had that drive. And when you have that drive and you have that discipline, you'll be able to do things that most people aren't able to do. And it's mostly about that laser sharp focus, having that ability to tune everything else out, to have that ultra focus on what you desire and to not let anything get in your way. When things do come your way, when things aren't easy, when times get tough, you decide to plow through them, go over them or around them and you find a way when people say it's impossible or there is no way. Oftentimes, discipline takes making a change in your own life having accountability for your actions, but ultimately deciding what matters most to you. I've talked about this in the podcast in earlier episodes, but when you think about discipline, it really comes down to also setting goals and they go hand in hand. If you're somebody who's able to set a goal and you wanna strive for it, you write it down. So you have something to shoot for, you have something to work at day by day, you'll be able to see your progress, you'll be able to monitor how close you are to getting to where you want to be. And ultimately when you achieve it, it happened because of the hard work and the effort that you decided to put in because it doesn't just happen overnight. Sure, there are many people who want to hoist the trophy. They want to win the awards. They want to be on top of the podium, but they're not willing to put in the work that it takes to get there. One of my favorite quotes of all time by Michael Jordan is when he said, you have to put in that work. And what he was talking about was this. I've always believed that if you put in the work, the results will come. That's the quote by Michael Jordan that really sets a tone for this discussion on discipline. See, right now in your life, you could probably think of a number of things that you desire. How badly do you want them? And more importantly, why do you want them? Because I've said it and I'll say it again. If your why is big enough, you will do what it takes to get there. you will stay focused and no matter what other things come your way or circumstances whether they're good bad or indifferent it won't let you be off track and if it starts to move you in a different direction you'll get back on the path to get towards your goal and to strive for it and to reach it discipline is and should be applied to everything we do if we weave it into the very fabric of our beings when it's something that we cannot live without and it's carried out to the fullest winning is just a matter of time it's not if it's when see every time he laced up those trunks put on the gloves the crowd went wild he took the ring with hunger and with desire the person that I'm talking about is Muhammad Ali no one was better than Ali And his ability to fly like a butterfly and sting like a bee was something so many people in his day and still to this day in the sport of boxing idolize. The heavyweight boxer would enter the ring and often in a matter of a couple of minutes, his arm would be raised, the match was over. How did that happen? Well, it started with the training. It was all about discipline. It was about waking up when everybody else was sleeping. It was about doing 10 more push-ups, even though your arms collapsed and you're lying on the floor, you got back up and you did it. It was about running those sprints up the hills on that hot summer day when you are thirsting and you felt like you couldn't go any farther. Each of us can understand that that is the epitome of what it takes to be a champion. And as we know, Ali always talked about that he hated every second of training but he did it because he chose to live the rest of his life as a champion. See, I want you to live the rest of your life as a champion too. No matter where you're coming to this thing today, no matter what has happened in your past, no matter what you've experienced or the things that might seem very difficult to overcome, even at this moment, you can not only get through them or over them, you will be able to do something far exceedingly amazing with your life, with the talent and the ability that you have but it takes that hard work. It takes discipline. It takes you to rise and grind on a daily basis to put in the work so the results will come. No excuses. See, excuses just lead to setbacks. That leads to eventually saying, I can't do it, and then just giving up. When we find a way, when we have the will, and we ultimately decide why we want to get where we want to be, that will have everything to do with us continuing to persevere and to ultimately get to that pinnacle of where we hope to be. Because it's no longer a hope, it's no longer a wish, we actually choose to make it happen. And one of the things that I think about is uh, being somebody who's in the business world, working at Novice Clothing Company, I love our slogan, Claim Your Crown. Why? because it comes from James 1.12, and that's what discipline is all about. It's about persevering during trial, so you can receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love Him. Well, we can be triumphant in this life, whether it be in our faith life, in our education, with our fitness, with our finances, which I'm gonna talk about later on in the podcast, second part of the episode, with our friends, our relationships, our family, our work, no matter what arena we're thinking about, we're cutting things up and slicing and dicing and it comes to maneuvering throughout this life. It can and will happen if you choose to do so. You have a choice every single day that you wake up. It starts with that first minute of the day. How are you going to set that precedent? What's the tone going to be? What are you going to do to make sure that it happens? Did you reprogram your mind? Have you decided that this will take place and that you are going to be the one who decides what you're going to have as the outcome of your day? Or are you just going to float by and hope for things to come your way and wish that they would happen? Well, chances are you're going to have a loss, not only a loss, you're going to go on a losing streak. And eventually you're going to be so far backward that you can't even understand how you got there, but it happens one day at a time. See, if you thought about it as an analogy, whether that be climbing a mountain or trying to bench press 300 pounds, either works just fine. If I'm at the base of the mountain and I know that this climb is gonna take a while, I can't just look at the top because I might get too overwhelmed. A lot of us in life, when it comes to whatever our goal might be, financial or any other aspect when it comes to goals, we might be thinking, wow, this is really difficult. And maybe I'm facing $50,000 in debt. This is going to be so hard to overcome. How am I ever going to do it? It's going to take forever. Why even start now? Let me just procrastinate. Put it off to the side. I'll start again another time. See, when we procrastinate, that's just making an excuse. That's not looking the problem in the eye, staring it down, and making it your own. Owning it. Defeating it. That happens one step at a time. By hiking that mountain by taking one step forward by getting closer to the summit one day at a time eventually you will reach it slow and steady wins the race you can get there it will take time it will take effort it will take energy but it's not going to be rocket science most of the time things in life don't just automatically happen it's a process you got to trust the process trust yourself don't count yourself out before the race even begins maybe it's bench pressing 300 pounds well if i got in the weight bar and tried to bench press 300 pounds it would totally crush me it would obliterate me and i wouldn't be anything but a a limp nothing you got to think about it and just go systematically and attack it with an approach and a game plan build yourself up one day at a time 50 pounds the next week 60. 70 before you know it, you're lifting 100 pounds then you're up to 150 you're halfway there the glass is half full when you have that positive mentality and then you keep working your way up and eventually you'll hit that 300 pound weight no matter what your goal is doesn't matter what it is or what segment or area of life we're talking about you have to have the mental capacity and the mental toughness to keep yourself focused And especially nowadays, when so many people are telling us that we can't or why waste our time, you gotta tune it out. It's like being on the free throw line. Are you gonna let the crowd distract you? Or are you gonna coolly and calmly be there and block everything else out to sink that game winner to be a champ? That's what you gotta decide. But discipline is a muscle. You gotta practice it. You gotta grow it. And if you do it little bits at a time, in every facet of your life you'll get stronger with it it'll become more natural be ingrained in you and it'll just be something that you live by it will become natural and when it becomes natural and normal then it's not as hard to do because you've had these successes and then you'll continue to utilize it for your benefit and for your good to get to the next level when i think about it i often think about when i was a kid and i was taking taekwondo and my parents enrolled me in uh, martial arts because i didn't have much discipline i was kind of a fly off the handle kid as a really young age was a uh, very sore loser wasn't able to hold my temper or my cool and i just needed to be kind of whipped into shape a little bit so when i enrolled into master Lee's dojang and Hudson, New York, it was something that was totally foreign to me. And I was in a new environment, people a lot bigger than me. And when you're put into a ring, so to speak, and you're going to spar with other people, and you have to do things with a precise manner when it comes to these martial arts patterns and precision movements, it takes a lot of discipline. And that was a muscle that I had to grow. But as a young kid, I was like a loose cannon, a wild stallion running around crazy. And there wasn't anything that was going to govern me. Well, I soon learned when I wasn't doing things right and I had to continue to do push-ups until my arms were falling off, that discipline was something that I would have to learn. It was either shape up or ship out. And I decided to shape up. And it was something that really set a precedent for my own life. And I know that you probably have some kind of experiences out there that you're thinking about. Something in your life right now where you want to make a change. Well, it's time. Today is the time. Now is the moment that you can seize it and you can make it your own. Your goal is not that far away, but you have to take the first step. If you just sit there and think about it and you don't put anything into action, nothing is going to take place. Once you have the plan, work the plan. And that's what I'm going to talk about next when it comes to finances after a quick commercial break. This podcast is sponsored by Navis Clothing Company. Navis prides itself on custom apparel with a fresh look. Outfitting programs from youth sports to the pros, looking fresh and performing at a high level never looked or felt so good. So many businesses are rocking the crown on their chest because they desire to be outfitted by the best. Navis is the official apparel chosen by Harrison Bucker, the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs, as well as my platform, EF3 Life. It's time to visit noviceclothingcompany.com and follow them on social media at noviceclothing.co. Choose novice. Claim your crown. Welcome back to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Today, we're discussing discipline. And before the break, we talked about having a routine. We started to discuss persevering during those trials and ultimately taking one step at a time, making sure that you strengthen this muscle that you'll need in every facet of life. Personally, I'm just going to get real with you. I'm sick of people making excuses. See, you can't be a winner in life if you default to making those excuses. If you figure it out, you can get the job done. The most common phrase that we so often hear is, I do not have time. But to me, this is just a load of BS. You don't have to have all the time in the world because guess what? Everybody has the same amount of time. We all have the same 24 hours every single day. And if we live with true intentionality, with conviction, with boldness, and with discipline, you can make a lot of great things happen. But you have to start getting up out of bed with a spring in your step and motivate yourself to get it done. And it starts with that first part of the day when I think about a day and how it begins, I think about something that I referred to earlier on in episodes of this podcast called the heroic minute. And it's the first 60 seconds when your alarm clock rings. And yes, please set an alarm clock. It'll help you be what? Disciplined. Yeah, you heard me say it. The heroic minute is that time that literally 60 seconds from the time that your eyes open up, that alarm clock rings, and you get out of bed. And you're able to not only get out of bed, but you make the bed You're ready to conquer the day. It's getting the mind in that right place, fostering that muscle to help you get going and to be productive, to be intentional, to get after it. Now, I'm not saying you have to do this every single day, but if you do, you'll be feeling so much better because you'll start it with such conviction and intentionality that you'll be that go-getter that can do whatever you put your mind towards and it'll start from the very second that you wake up. When I think about discipline when it comes to seizing the day and I think about what you're going to be doing when you're working on your finances, you're ultimately trying to navigate through a pandemic when you're trying to figure out where you're going to get extra money from or how you're going to be working harder to try to reach some of your goals over the next year, five years, ten years, and for the long term for retirement, you got to think about putting that plan into action and working the plan. Now, I've talked a lot about budgeting, and you can go through earlier episodes of this podcast where we discuss that blueprint, that budget that you're going to live by, but you're not even going to create a blueprint or a budget if you don't have discipline. One thing that I highly suggest is to do something daily that will kick yourself into gear. And for me and for many of us out there, maybe it's not something that I necessarily want to do, but we do it to foster and strengthen that muscle that mental muscle as much as the physical muscle and that is exercise working out there's something to be said about people who can get up in the morning have a decent breakfast maybe say some prayers and then get right after it and get a solid workout in to start the day think about it if you do that Not only are you getting yourself up and out of bed and productive, you're going to help yourself be more healthy and physical fitness. is something that will truly foster this muscle of discipline and that can have a direct connection to how you can be disciplined with your finances. I know that there are so many successful people out there who have that mentality and that's what it is. It's all about conquering the mind. See, when you don't want to do something, You got to trick yourself and say, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to defeat that little voice in my head that's telling me to stop or to not do it, that it's not worth it, because it is worth it. We all know what it feels like to win. We all know that great sense of gratitude when we do something that took a lot of effort, that took all of our hard work, took a lot of planning, and we got there. Well, don't you want to have that feeling time and time again? Well, then you have to have the opposite feeling of that pain, which is the weakness leaving the body, whether that be through your exercise or your fitness or when it comes to being disciplined with your finances. If you want to get ahead in life, you have to be disciplined because the first step is to cut down the debt and then to be able to get to the place where you even the score you level the playing field for yourself, and then it's time to start investing in the future, which I talked about in the last episode of this podcast. When it comes to your retirement, when it comes to your active investments in the stock market and index funds and bonds, diversifying your portfolio, maybe even eventually you start getting into the realm of real estate, but ultimately that is all about passive income. And that's what I'm going to be discussing in this half of the podcast. When you're disciplined enough to get yourself to a place where you can balance your budget, where you're staying out of debt, where you paid off all of your expenses, you have extra money to utilize, now you can really win when it comes to finances. And that's with passive income. See, I think about it and it makes me just conceptualize a little story or something that i like to hear when i was a kid and we're getting closer that time period as the holiday season is not too far away and that's a story known as the night before christmas and you know how the line goes in that epic children's novel the children were nestled all snug in their beds with visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads Now you might be thinking to yourself, what the heck does this have to do with my finances or gaining financial freedom? What does this have to do with discipline? Well, when it comes to passive income, unlike children who had visions of sugar plums on this particular night, I continue to have other visions dancing in my head and I hope that you will too. And the best part of this is it's not one night a year in the hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. See, the bedtime visions, that we want to have is more like I jumped into my warm cozy bed with visions of dollar bills dancing again in my head does that sound pretty good to you I know it does for me because dollar bills are dancing in my mind and the greatest part is it's not a dream it doesn't have to be a dream for you either it's a reality people you don't have to be obsessed with making money and it and have it always on your mind what I'm talking about is about utilizing multiple passive income streams See, passive income is arguably the ninth wonder of the world after the eighth wonder, which Albert Einstein said, was compound interest. They go hand in hand. They work off of each other. What is better than literally making money in your sleep? Nothing. See, by definition, when it comes to passive income, it involves earnings derived from an investment or revenue stream in which a person is not actively involved in so in other words it boils down to this earning money on its own without your time or effort now sure it will take a little bit of time in the beginning to set the plan in motion but then it takes care of itself it's kind of like that slow cooker that crock pot once you have the recipe made up and you put it in you just set the timer and The rest is done over the course of a number of hours. For us, that's a great way to be. It's a great way to live by. It's something you can only do if you're disciplined enough to get there in the first place. Passive income is continuously reoccurring. It's also known as residual income as it comes to each investor every single month. I can't speak for everyone out there, but most of us work hard on a weekly basis to earn a salary or hourly wage that keeps our house afloat, puts food on the table, provides us opportunities to become an investor, so long as we're disciplined with how we're spending and how we're saving. But it's time for us to start to make sure that we're utilizing the money that we have there. As Warren Buffett once said, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, You will work until you die. Just think about that for a second. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you're gonna work, basically, until you die. Now again, if you love what you're doing every single day, kudos to you, keep doing it. And like that saying goes, if you love what you do, you're not working a day in your life. But for most people out there, if they didn't have to go to work, and i said this lately, you probably would decide to not you do something else with your time because we only have so much time and we want to be able to maximize it doing the things we love and that we're most passionate about i know i don't want to have to keep going to work for the rest of my life and i don't want to be consumed by any kind of job as much as i might like it money will always be necessary that's an inevitable but how we make that money That is what passive income is all about. That's the differentiating factor that you can utilize and maximize your greatest growing potential that will happen almost exactly just like this on its own. But you got to be disciplined to get there. You got to make sure that you're out of debt. You got to make sure that you stay out of debt. You got to live by that budget. You got to think about what are your true goals six month or yearly goal three years five years 10 years 30 years those are the goals you want to write down do you want to discuss with the people in your family that matter most maybe it's your wife maybe it's your husband you got to think about them you got to write them down you got to develop a plan and then you got to work the plan now i'm going to give you ways now that you can actually utilize passive income so real tangible takeaways. Because imagine what your life would be like if you had another $1,000 coming in each month. And after you set the plan in motion, you didn't have to do anything at all, but just collect the money. It's like it's free money. How can that change the course of your life? How could that change your situation right now? What would you do with that extra grand in your hand? I have many things that I would want to do and I'm sure you could think of them as well now as exciting as it is that is your why it's great to think about those things write those down as well because it's about to happen you're gonna make it happen see remover and shakers being disciplined is the way to get to where you want to be see I don't know about you but I do know that I can and you can too because passive income comes down to a few different types all right it really boils down to this there's so many things that you could do here you can invest in the stock market yeah you heard me the stock market stock market is a great way to utilize and capitalize on passive income see once you invest in a single stock and yes you might be monitoring it from time to time but you can set it and forget it And if we're investing for the long haul, we're forgetting it. That's the beauty of it. And as that stock grows, as it becomes more valuable, you're gaining money over time. You also get dividends on that stock that's paid out so many times per year based on the company and how the plan is organized. There's other ways that you can utilize passive income. You could do rental properties, pick yourself up a rental property, be able to have a nice passive income stream. Maybe you're getting $400, $500 a month that's coming into you. Nice little cash flow. There are high yield savings accounts and money market funds. And at the moment, money markets might be only getting 1% or so, but historically we could get them between 2 and 3, maybe even 4% when the economy is a little bit better outside of the pandemic. There are CD ladders, annuities, you can invest in a, RIA, a real estate investment trust and get royalties from different creative things that you might be talented in like books, music, videos, social media is blowing up. So if you capitalize on that, good for you. App creations, storage rentals, another big one. So if you're not wanting to have to continue to manage a, a home and repair all those things, you get a storage unit and rent that out having your house as an airbnb during certain times of the year house hacking love this one so you're going to hear a number of different real estate opportunities as well owning a laundromat a car wash money market accounts we talked about that and the list goes on what i want to discuss though is some tangible ways that you can utilize them in specificity so what you have to do is you have to attack You have to go after this. You have to have a plan. So after you balance your budget, after all your debts are paid off, after you know how much is coming in per month on the regular and you're investing 15% of your annual income into retirement account, namely a Roth IRA. And if you have a matching 401k, then you want to definitely utilize that game plan, After you have 15% that's invested in those vehicles, what you're going to do is you're going to take account of how much money you have left over and you're going to think about, well, what do I want to put my money in? So I'm going to diversify it into these passive income streams. Most cases are if you're just newly out of debt, you're probably not going to have enough saved up yet to buy a rental property, that's okay but you certainly will have enough to invest that money into a series of avenues albeit stocks ETFs exchange traded funds to safeguard your investment i really believe in the ETFs and the indexes because there's so many different um, areas that they're invested in so if you get a healthcare ETF or a technology ETF or an industrial ETF or an emerging market ETF there are usually 20, 25 or so different companies similar to a mutual fund arrangement where the money is spread out amongst all those factors or those companies and then it's spread out so that way you're diversifying your risk, you're mitigating the risk so that way if one doesn't do so well, your your whole fund isn't going to dip and instead as it grows over time when those companies are growing, you're going to get the increased revenue, you're going to get the interest that's coming your way. Some people will say, well, is that truly passive income? Yeah, it is because it's growing. And if you want to hit sell, you can maximize on the gains. And I truly, um, think that it's a great idea to set a certain limit, a, a stop quote limit, and also a, a sell limit where you get to a certain point and you utilize the gains enough that you can hit a certain mark that you might want to sell off some of those shares to be able to pocket the increased interest. So that way there is no chance that it dips and that you can lose what you gained over the course of time. For those of you who might be more aggressive investors, you might do it with single stocks. So thinking about which companies you really believe in, looking at their total valuation, understanding their track record over the short term and the long term, where that company is going and how the economy is doing as well. But if you're somebody who wants a little bit less of a risk and want that middle of the road, You might go more with uh, the ETFs. And if you're somebody who is thinking, you know, I really don't want to be aggressive at all, especially during this pandemic, you might go the money market route, a CD where you have your money that is going to be in the hands of that bank or that organization for maybe a year or two years. But you're going to get a set amount of interest and return on it. So these are all questions you have to ask yourself when it comes to how much risk tolerance you have. But ultimately, if you're doing something, if you're at least putting that 15% of your income into the retirement, you're growing it for the long haul, that is passive income. You're paying yourself in your future. You're saying future self, I want you to have a great life 15 years from now or 20 years from now. Those people who just started working even upwards of 30 or 35 years from now. You will thank yourself and be so grateful that you did that and you started today. And if you're somebody who is thinking, I have a little bit more money that's left over and I want to utilize it and capitalize on this income. That's mine. And I want to make more of it. Go for it. What do you have to lose? I mean, yeah, it is some risk, but without risk, there's no reward. And you know what I say, those who don't invest are stupid. Or like Warren Buffett said, those who don't invest are going to work for the rest of their life. And I don't want that to be you. And I'm sure you don't want that to be you either. So to close out this podcast, I hope that you will take some of this advice into consideration. You'll formulate a new game plan. You'll think about your goals. You'll take a total assessment of your finances. And this is probably the most important factor in order to become more disciplined. And be able to win with passive income so as you are zeroing out your budget meaning you're assigning every single dollar once all the bills are paid once all the regular expenses are accounted for and taken care of whatever money you have left over after that 15 percent is invested in your retirement that's the money that you're going to use to utilize and capitalize on those passive income streams and eventually as your stock portfolio is growing or as you're dipping into bonds as well, you're diversifying into some ETFs and some other areas, whether that be a very low risk money market, you're going to grow your revenue. You're going to grow that income even more. That passive income will continue to be your friend and will utilize, give you more cash. that's readily available so you can use it to do what you want to hit those goals sooner. And what I mean by sooner is whatever you set out to do, that's going to be money making money on top of money, because that's what compound interest does on all these passive income accounts. As that money is sitting there, it grows more and more and more. And as that pile becomes larger and larger, it really begins to balloon out of control because 10% interest is a whole lot different when I have $1,000 in there than it is when I have $100,000 in there or $200,000 in there. And for many of you out there, that is what your retirement is going to be doing. But even when it comes to money that you want to use as cash flow right now, and you want to be able to have it accessible and available to you, you have all these opportunities and all these options, all these vehicles that are out there for you. There are so many out there. And just to recap, you have money that you can access today. You don't have to wait until you're 59 and a half if you're investing in non-retirement mutual funds. In single stocks, in ETFs, in indexes, in money market, in bonds, there are ways for you to earn that passive income in real estate, by having an investment property, or renting out something else like a parking spot even. You can do this, it's not overly challenging, you've learned a good amount today, but ultimately the choice is yours, and that's what it comes down to comes down to that word that we started talking about in the beginning comes down to discipline how badly do you want it is your why big enough and what are you going to do to get there thanks for joining the ef3 life to the fullest podcast it's been a pleasure my hope that is you will join us again you'll learn more about finances faith fitness and education stay blessed and less stressed keep doing your best and live life to the fullest Thanks for joining us today on the Life to the Fullest podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com to gain access to great books like my bestsellers, Fire Burning Within and Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents. They'll help you to grow discipline and they'll help you to become the best version of self that you could possibly be. Also, make sure to check out our social media at EF3Life. Keep rising, keep grinding keep working hard every single day. It's well worth it. Your goals are out there. They're obtainable. You can do this. And there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest.